Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode will be the spoiler review for Top Gun Maverick. God damn it, there is so much to talk about with this film and there is so much more than I didn't think there would be. I had a look, I had a slight suspicion because I went to the midnight screening of this movie and one of the last midnight screen. I don't want to mention, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and... I feel like I've got to mention it. If you haven't seen No Time to Die, stop listening or go and skip to about 20 seconds time. But with the midnight screening of No Time to Die, something big was going to happen and something big did happen. He died. Anyway, Top Gun, I thought the same. I thought, why is there a midnight screening? But everybody's saying it's a real feel-good film. Everybody's saying you want to high-five as soon as you come out from seeing it. I did. I did want to do that. I wanted to high-five people throughout the whole goddamn movie. But I had my suspicion... What if... I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this, but this is the spoiler review. Okay, I had a suspicion they were going to kill Maverick. Okay, I was very scared they were going to kill Tom Cruise. But you cannot kill Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise cannot die. He refuses to die. But I still thought they were going to. And then there were several moments when they kind of did. But I... Oh, God. Fake outs. Okay, the amount of fake out deaths in this movie, I swear to God... I was so emotionally invested, I was bawling my eyes out. Even when a character was fine, you see him get out of a plane in time, you see the parachute deploy, I was still scared. I just still thought they were dead. Tom Cruise, man, Maverick, he he sacrifices himself. It's so epic, it is ridiculous though, because earlier in the movie when they're training he does the exact same move with rooster he breaks hard in front of him and then i say break hard but they're in planes it's crazy they're doing so many stunts and aerial technical wizardry all right it's it's incredible it's so so good but there's a part earlier on when they're training and rooster and maverick are going into a dive and they're spiraling around each other and it's so intense it's so crazy because you think who's gonna pull up fast or are they both gonna die what's gonna happen so eventually they pull up and rooster's behind maverick and he has to take a shot but he doesn't do it in time and the maverick just goes yep you missed your chance and he breaks he goes straight behind rooster comes from behind and then shoots him but you know it doesn't shoot him of course because it's just training but technically shoots him and wins later in the movie they are going to this bad place i don't even know where they are because the villains in this movie are unnamed i'm imagining they're russians but they haven't said explicitly that they're russians because of obviously the russian war right now so i don't really know for certain who the bad guy actually is All I do know is there is some uranium that needs to be destroyed, otherwise it will get leaked and, you know, hurt a lot of people, obviously, because that's what radiation does. So they have to go to this certain place where the uranium is being held and blow it up, like the trench run in Star Wars. It's badass, it's so cool. And so when they're there, they have to evade the SAMs, the surface-to-air missiles, which is so crazy and so scary, it's f***ing ridiculous, right? The tension, the stakes... I've never seen a movie with stakes quite like this because when I was watching it, I was genuinely terrified. Now, it's not a scary movie, you know, it's not a horror, it's not a thriller, it's just an action film, right? But I think it's 10 times scarier than any horror film I've ever seen because it feels so real and it looks so real and it is so real. Tom Cruise is flying those planes. Obviously, there are no missiles, but it feels like there are. It feels like there are. Tons of them, and it's terrifying. So they've got to do this insane run in less than two and a half minutes. They've got to pull up really hard, 
pulling about nine Gs, over nine Gs even, and go over this mountaintop that they call Coffin Corner, and in range of the Sams, so they will be fired upon as soon as they reach above that height. And they are being shot at and everything's going crazy. It's so scary, it's so intense. And they're out of flares. A rooster has a missile on his tail. And Maverick comes in and he does the exact same move. He breaks hard, he goes over, deploys his flares, hits one of the missiles, but the second missile hits his plane and he goes down. And at this point, I started crying because I thought they've done it. They've killed him off. What have you done? What are they doing? <laughs> What are they doing? Oh, it's so sad. And then everybody's crying. Everybody's like, we cannot go back. We cannot send a helicopter for help. We cannot send any other jets. We cannot scramble any of them that are already there. We've got to leave him because there's enemies in the area. There's bandits on their tails. And it's so sad because I'm thinking, this is not how you want to end the movie. They've killed him. What have they done? But then, just when all hope seemed lost, it cuts to Maverick and he is on the ground. He ejected. He is safe. Well, he's not safe because a helicopter comes, an enemy helicopter, and starts f shooting at him. It turns into Mission Impossible. Right, at the end of this movie, I was not expecting at all because it genuinely does feel like it turns into any other Tom Cruise action film. But I'm here for that because I love all the other Tom Cruise action films and I loved it in this. So he has to escape this enemy helicopter and as the helicopter swings around to about to shoot him, Rooster comes in again and saves him. But then he gets shot down. So then I started crying again. So it's like, what the f***? It's just so many different emotions. It takes you on such a roller coaster. It takes you on a flight of emotions because you are crying, then you are laughing, and then you see Rooster eject. That's fine. He's parachuting down. Tom Cruise goes running to him, and it's so emotional. And he's running. He's doing his classic running. It's so cool. Running through the snowy forest. And then as soon as he finds him, he just pushes him over and they start joking with each other. And it's so funny. Now, I don't know about you, but when I've been crying, I then laugh even harder if I'm going to laugh at something. And it's just such a fun feeling because, you know, you don't want to cry. Nobody wants to cry most of the time. And then when you laugh, it feels so rewarding and freeing. And that's exactly what happened here because they are laughing. I am laughing. The entire time Tom Cruise smiles during this movie, I was smiling with him. But the other times I had my jaw dropped and I was in terror seeing everything happen and so when they find each other again he starts saying i saved you you're not supposed to be here <laughs> what are you doing and then he's like i saved you though oh it's so sweet and so cool and then you're thinking how the hell are they gonna get out of this and they steal a f enemy plane it's amazing they're getting the f-14 from the first movie oh my god oh god it's so cool it is so badass they <laughs> they run across the runway strip that they've just blown up and they steal an enemy plane and they fly it off and then i'm thinking thank god the movie's gonna end they're gonna go back to the carrier and it's gonna be fine of course it's not fine they're up in the air two enemies come along and they have to have a dog fight and it's so intense it's so ridiculous maverick and rooster in an f-14 facing off against two fifth generation enemy jets and it's so intense right he takes out one really easily and it's fantastic but the other one will not die and there are several moments during this film where i was audibly gasping and thinking to myself holy or what the was that and at the same time i was thinking that characters would say that so miles teller has an amazing f-bomb in this movie i think it may be the greatest f-bomb in a 12 rate film they are firing at this jet they launch a missile and all of a sudden the jet just sort of stalls but it just sort of transforms. It's like a f 
transform it. It's like Starscream. It just does this really weird maneuver to evade the missile, and Miles Teller just goes, what the f*** was that? And I was thinking the same, what the f*** was that? Oh my god! And because it's such an impressive jet, it just comes straight back on their tails, and it starts to shoot them down again. And I'm thinking, oh my god, this is it, this is it, they're gonna die. So I started crying again, because I didn't want them to die. And then eventually they take it down, thank god, which is amazing, but then they're out of ammo. And I'm thinking that's fine, because they're about to land on the carrier, it's fine. And then an enemy jet comes on the radar again, and this time it's heading straight for them. They're out of bullets, they're out of missiles, they've got some flares, thank god, which they deploy, but only one set. So the enemy jet comes straight towards them fires a missile, they deploy flares, they evade, and then the enemy jet comes straight back around, locking onto them, and I start crying again, because I'm thinking, this is just ridiculous, they are, they are genuinely going to die. Tom Cruise says to Rooster, pull the ejector seat when I tell you. Rooster pulls on it, and it doesn't work. Right, the ejector seat is faulty. So then I started crying again, because the missile is about to be launched at them, and they are going to die. Right, they are facing death in the face right now. They are accepting it. It's so emotional, and the music is fantastic here. And then, out of nowhere, Hangman comes along, the d from the whole movie. He comes and saves the day, and it's so incredible and heartfelt and funny and really just entertaining, and yeah, I started crying again and again and again. I was an absolute wreck by the end of this movie. They land on the carrier, and it's all happy days. Everybody's cheering. Yeah, you did it, you did it. Of course they did it. Of course this was how it's going to end. It's exactly the same as the first movie's ending. But I still felt like the stakes were so high... They were going to die. I really thought they were going to kill him off. But I'm so pleased and I'm so ecstatic over this goddamn movie. It's a masterpiece. It's incredible. Go and check it out. You have to go and see it on the biggest screen possible with the biggest surround sound system. Because Hans Zimmer's score and Lady Gaga's song at the end of it, Hold My Hand, it's so uplifting and incredible. But the opening, I was beaming. Or I had the biggest smile on my face. I had goosebumps playing the theme then playing Danger Zone, oh god, it's just like the first movie, it opens exactly the same as the first movie, but it works so well, every single shot in this movie looks fantastic, the editing is incredible as well, there's so many crossfades, right, there's a lot of crossfading in this movie, probably a little bit too much, but it's iconic, right, it just feels like the 80s again, Tom Cruise though, he hasn't aged that much at all, he still looks the same, and it still feels the same watching him, like, I'm really dreading the day when you can tell that Tom Cruise is getting old, but I'm just dreading the day when Tom Cruise pushes himself too hard and he's going to end up killing himself because I genuinely thought this was going to be the time and seeing him at the start of the movie, he's flying this really weird jet and he's trying to break Mach 10, the speed force, whatever it is, and he keeps pushing himself and eventually it blows up, which of course it f does, so that was hilarious, but that was unexpected. But that kind of thing, I am expecting him to fully push himself just that little bit too far, and it is gonna end up costing him. And I'm dreading that because I love the man, I love Tom Cruise so damn much, especially even more after this goddamn movie, <laughs> which I thought I would, I knew I would, but I didn't expect to cry. Also, what made me cry, Val Kilmer, right? Val Kilmer's in this movie. And it's so emotional because I really find it upsetting what's happened to him in recent years with the whole throat cancer I think he had and how he has real trouble speaking now. And that's worked into the movie really well. But to be fair, even though this was shot a few years back, he still looks pretty good and his hair was still fantastic. So that's the main thing. But seeing them show older photos of the two of them and then seeing the two of them in a room together, it was depressing because they are both older. But I don't know how Tom Cruise looks so, so good now but unfortunately Val Kilmer hasn't had the same look in his life, and it's really tragic, and 
that scene is so emotional and it's so sweet and of course that made me cry and then later on of course it made me cry again because he dies Iceman dies and they go to the funeral and it's really sad but it was it was uplifting and it was sweet but it, it was still really emotional but just before this this is when it really started getting too intense for my liking just before this was the bombing run sequence where they were training for it and coyote almost dies and then bob and phoenix almost die and that's so intense it's so scary it's ridiculous because they are flying these jets and you just feel you just feel like they are not in control anymore because once they're up in the air it's the machine right it's not them but i know the pilot is always in control it just it doesn't feel that way and watching it it was sheer terror and i do feel like it's too intense because i was on the edge of my seat but i couldn't look i was i was in fear i was shaking i was gobsmacked i was jaw dropped i was crying out of fear it was Oh god, it was so scary, but so intense and so amazing. Tom Cruise doesn't miss. There are very few films of Tom Cruise's that aren't amazing. Or even when they're not amazing, he's pretty great in them. And I think this is one of his best roles yet, because it just feels so authentic. And yes, it feels like him. It just feels like Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise. He's just smiling. We're smiling. He's having so much fun. He's an absolute nutcase and a daredevil and ridiculous and crazy but i love the man but at the same time it does feel like such a genuine performance from him and the relationship and the chemistry that he has between all of his top gun pilots as well so miles teller glenn powell and then even with jennifer connelly's character i think it's so lovely and so sweet at times it's a really beautifully crafted film and one that does not come around every so often right there is a reason this film has been delayed and delayed and delayed because we needed to see it when it was safe to do so on the big screen with an audience no masks hopefully even though you should still wear your mask absolutely but seeing everybody in the audience just smiling and laughing and crying that's the cinema experience, and Top Gun Maverick smashes it out of the park, blows everything else out of the water. It's possibly the greatest film I've ever seen. It's definitely one of the greatest films I've seen this year. I think it might be my favourite, maybe not for everybody, but for me, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people, they're going to find this so enjoyable, so intense, so action-packed, so crazy and fun and amazing. It is one of the greatest experiences of my life. And I think it is up there. Uh, look, I love Mission Impossible Fallout. I think that is the greatest action film ever. I think this is close behind. It's not by much. It's very, very close. I think they are very different, but that's what makes Tom Cruise so great because he can do closer to earth stunts. Well, then again, he does Halo Jump in that movie. So he does a lot of car stunts and fighting stunts in Mission Impossible. But in this, it is primarily aerial combat based, of course, but it's such a thrill. It's such a thrill it's insane so i do think this is one of the greatest action films you could ever watch absolutely without a shadow of a doubt and oh god watch it multiple times i've seen it twice by now i'm gonna see it many more times because watching it it gives you such a feeling you never get from watching any other film like this and i'm a huge action fan absolutely but after seeing this it's gonna be really hard to watch anything else do it and fake it because every other film would have faked it but having the cameras in the cockpit with the actors changes the game it changes the game entirely because this is revolutionary. This is a once-in-a-lifetime masterpiece. It's f stupid. It's f crazy. And I don't know how anybody didn't get seriously hurt. But goddamn, what a rush. What a rush. The score, the editing, the cinematography, performances, Tom Cruise himself. Everything is nailed, right? They have nailed 
every single little detail. Joseph Kosinski directs it fantastically. Supporting cast are all amazing too, right? Jennifer Connelly in particular is very, very good. There's a bow sequence too. That's amazing. That's so cool and authentic and real and god damn it, but she's amazing. John Hamm is very good, even though you don't particularly love his character too much. Ed Harris has a little role. He's great. Val Kilmer is fantastic and it's so emotional, but it's amazing. Also, I want to give a shout out to Charles Parnell, who plays one of the army instructors. He is such an amazing character. But everybody, everybody's great. Everybody is so good. Even the characters you don't want to like. Even the characters that are really quite arrogant. You just can't help but enjoy it. You can't help but enjoy every single thing. Everything. Oh my god. <laughs> this film... It's special, so go and check it out, please, because, oh god, Tom Cruise, he is going to do something stupid, I know he is, and we saw the trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 beforehand, god, that looks amazing too, I want to go see this film in IMAX, I want to see it in 4DX, I want to see it in every possible screening type, because it's just the kind of thing that is aching to be seen any which way possible, because you will enjoy it no matter what, and yeah, I hope you cry like I did because I do feel foolish and maybe I was the only person crying my eyes out, but I can't help but feel emotionally invested. I was taken on a jet ride with them because it was just swerving from left to right, left to right, going happy, sad, happy, sad, emotion, emotion, pulling on your heartstrings. Oh, it's so romantic, it's so scary, it's so intense, it's so funny. The script is great, the pacing is great. It doesn't feel too long, even though it feels, it feels like a lot, but it doesn't feel too long, which is great, because it's about 2 hours 10 minutes, but it feels like a lot, which is fantastic. Goddamn, Top Gun Maverick. First one is iconic, the first one is, you know, it's a guilty pleasure movie. This is a genuinely amazing movie, and seeing Tom Cruise fly these planes, and just imagining it back, I'm literally witnessing it back in my mind right now, and I'm just beaming, because it's so cool, it's so crazy. Oh my god, I'm never going to get tired of it, I'm never going to get tired of watching Tom Cruise do anything. There's so many great callbacks to the first movie too, fans of the first one will be insanely rewarded. It's very much the kind of film, you don't need to watch the first one, but if you have, and if you were a fan of it, you will love this one so much. It's one of the greatest sequels ever made. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it again and again and again. If I watch it again and I think of anything else that I want to add, all I wanted to talk about was how much I cried during the ending because it does make you think he died. And I just couldn't find a reason to live if they actually killed him off. But look, you cannot kill Tom Cruise. He refuses to die. And of course I should have known this, but at the time it was so emotionally investing, I just, I couldn't help it, oh god, <laughs> oh god, go and watch it, go and watch it in cinemas now, Top Gun Maverick, are we gonna get a third, I don't know, I would love a third, I just want to watch Tom Cruise films for the rest of my life, if I could never watch another actor's films ever again, that would be fine, as long as I could watch Tom Cruise's, because even though I love Ryan Gosling and Jake Gyllenhaal, and I think they're amazing actors, I think Tom Cruise is, without a shadow of doubt, the greatest action star we've ever witnessed. Like, 100%. Yes, I know fans of Buster Keaton will have something to say, but the respect that Tom Cruise has for his methods and his artistry, because it is just movie making, it's just pure entertainment, but goddamn, he invests so much into it, he puts his heart and soul on the line, risking everything for these films, risking everything for an audience, that is incredible right there, and that's what makes him the greatest action star 
living, dead, ever. He's a legend. He's an absolute legend. I love the man. So with that, Tom Cruise, I love you. Top Gun, I love you. Top Gun Maverick, I love you. I I love this film. I really, really do. So I have been Kieran, and I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.